Okay, I'm so excited that you joined me today. And the reason I'm excited is because Jesus is about to return. And we're not ready, and we don't know it. And so we got to know the truth. The truth is what's going to set you free. The truth is what's going to give you eternal life. So many people are so focused on this life right here, right now, and they think it's the only life, but it's not. We're going to live somewhere else after we leave here for eternity. Let's acknowledge Jesus and find out more, Jesus. We thank you and praise you that you haven't come yet, that you are waiting for us, that it's not your will that one should perish. We thank you that you're so in love with us, that you gave your life us so that we could hear your voice, so that you could live on the inside of us, your spirit to lead us and to guide us. And so we just want to receive what you have for us today. We want to give you all the glory for all the good in our lives. We want to just lift your name on high this moment. I just feel like praising him. Would you do that with me? Let's just praise him. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus, that you're here, that you're teaching us. We adore you. We honor you, King Jesus. So good to us. He is amazing. He is so amazing. He amazes me every day, all the time. I just can't take it. He's so good. And I love to hear his voice. I love to hear him talk to me. I love to hear him tell me things to come. And speaking of surprises, what I was thinking of surprises, he said, it will be no surprise. On that day when he comes, it won't be a surprise. He's going to make sure that you knew ahead of time. In fact, Matthew 24 says, the good news of the kingdom of the gospel will be preached throughout the world as a testimony to all nations, and then the end will come. He's not going to come until you heard the word until it's been told everywhere. And sometimes I think we got the idea that we got to get everybody to church because it says preach throughout the world. The Word of God is in us, around us. He is His Word. You can get on your computer and get the Word of God. And when you hear the Word of God and you receive the Word of God, Jesus is going to come and live on the inside of you. He said he would never leave you or forsake you. And so the message that he's telling us today is it's our choice. He's not going to come until you know. When I do street ministry, I get so frustrated because people say, I know, or I'm not interested. And they're not even acknowledging the fact that they really know Jesus. They say that they do, but they won't acknowledge it as in not talking about it, or it's none of my business, it's theirs alone, or one thing or another. But the thing is, is I don't feel like I'm getting through. And so I said to Jesus, what do I say? What's going to happen? Why am I even doing this if they're not listening? And do you know what he said? He said, when they stand before him that day, there'll be like a video replay in their mind of me coming up to them and saying, do you know Jesus? And them saying, I'm not interested. 
or whatever the response was, the rejection that they gave him. And he wants us to know that. Every person needs to hear. When he sends me out, or even if I just go to the store or something, he's always saying, like, don't just walk by that person without them telling, without telling them I'm coming. And so it's up to us who say we believe to tell them, to not walk by them. We're not only prolonging his return, we're prolonging salvation for people. How can there be more of us and less of them if the ones, if we're not doing our part? How can we say we love the Lord our God with all our heart, all our soul, and all our mind if we don't care about our neighbor? If we just keep going about our business because we are too busy to do his work, we're too busy to care. We're really ignorant then of who we think who we say we are, until everybody knows. And we have a part of that. If you believe Jesus said you're going to do what I was doing, he went around doing good. He went around telling. And so we're called to prepare the way for him. We need to be going around and telling the good news, telling that Jesus is real. He's coming. He loves us. And he wants to take care of us. And our life isn't about trying to figure out what we're going to eat, what we're going to drink, and what we're going to wear, who we're going to be when we grow up. Our life is about getting ready for King Jesus. Our life should be about what his life is about. His life is about that he would like every soul to be saved. Every single soul. That's his desire. He said, it's not my will that one should perish. He said he's long-suffering, 2 Peter 2.9. He's long-suffering. He's waiting for us to do that work he called us to do. It's taking him that long to come because everyone has to hear. And so I want to encourage you, when you go out to the store, listen for Jesus. Don't ignore him. If he says, talk to that person, do it. Don't, don't worry about being rejected. It's not you they're rejecting. It's him. And when you stand before him that day, if you did what he told you to do, you're going to be standing there confidently, and he's going to say, well done, thy good and faithful servant. But if you didn't do it, even though you call him Lord, you're not going to enter into the kingdom of heaven. This is serious, serious stuff. We're living our lives in a trance. We're in a stupor, he calls it. That's how he talks to me about. People are, are like they're drunk. They don't know what they're doing. They don't know where they're going. They don't know what their life is even about. They don't know that what they want to be when they grow up. They don't know that we're supposed to be like Jesus. I was thinking about that. I don't even know when it was this morning or yesterday. You know, people copy people. And maybe I even mentioned it um, in a different video. And so I think I did. And, and so I think it, it's a good thing to repeat. 
The people that don't know Jesus, but you call yourself a Christian, they copy you because they really don't want to go to hell. They want to have eternal life. And so they copy you. They do what you do. They say what you say. They get it all, they get all the lingo right. You know, they they search um, online or rack somebody else's brain just to find out what they should be doing. And so if we are mimicking Jesus, if we're racking his brain, if we're going to him instead of searching throughout the world, but searching within our hearts, him, and saying and doing what he says, he said and do, did what his father did, then they're going to be copying the right thing instead of the wrong thing. If we're the blind leading the blind, that's a mess, and we are. <laughs> we are a mess because we are the blind leading the blind. We live by our opinion what we think. We take a scripture, we don't even get on our knees, so to say. I say that a lot because what I'm saying is search him. Don't search Google, search him. Don't find out what somebody else knows. Search him. He died so God's spirit could come and live on the inside of you and lead you and guide you so that when you look at the word of God, you can know him and he can confirm that in your heart. But we're looking here and there and everywhere else instead of in our hearts. And so they're not even only going to miss it. We are. If you look at the Word of God, you're finding out what Jesus thinks. You're looking to Him for knowledge, for revelation. You're looking to Him to find the truth. He's the way. He's the truth. He's the life. He's the way. Not pastor so-and-so or... Um, Whoever you're looking to, they're not the way. They could be mistaken. They could be mistaken. They could be a wolf in sheep's clothing. I'm not saying it's not good to listen to the word. I'm not saying that. I don't, I don't think you're here by mistake listening to me. I don't think I'm here by mistake talking to you. But we, we sometimes just need someone to get us started or get us back on track or motivate us or whatever it is. Yeah, preachers are needed, but you got to sit on your, you got to get on your knees and talk to Jesus yourself. You got to get that confirmation. He's your counselor. He's your standby. He's your intercessor. He's the one. It's all about him. And we make it too much about somebody else. It's not some great preacher that's going to get the word out. The good news of the kingdom will be preached throughout the world as a testimony to all nations. And then the end will come. What if God sends you somewhere so they can hear? Are you willing to go? 
Or do you think you got to be some important person? Just do and go. He tells you to go. He's going to tell you where to go. He's not probably going to ask you to get a degree first. Maybe he will, maybe he won't. Whatever he tells you to do, he, what he tells you to do, not what someone else tells you to do. And I don't think there's much time to do what we're to do. And so get on your knees and find out your part. What are you supposed to be doing? How are you supposed to be making this happen? If you believe you're going to do what I was doing, you're going to go around doing good, laying hands on the sick. You know, people are going to be drawn to Jesus when you allow his power to work through you. And there's so much to do to get ready. I mean, how many of us actually fast? Jesus said, this kind comes out by fasting and prayer. What does that mean? Who's doing that? Who's seeking him? Who's really wanting to go without so they can have God's power in their life? And I'll just give you a little tidbit of that fasting. Fasting and prayer is putting everything else aside that Satan might tempt you with. He tempted Jesus in the garden. First thing he tempted him with was food. If food is your God, how are you going to go out in power and do God's will? So that's all I'm going to say about that. Jesus is saying he needs us to go do his work. Everyone's going to have heard. You're not here by mistake. You need to hear this. Everyone who has, everyone is going to have heard and decided in their heart whether they're going to reject Jesus or not reject Jesus. Whether they're going to seek him, whether they're going to get ready for the groom or not, or if their life is too important, they have too many things to do and they don't have time and they think they have time. Lots of people who call themselves Christians still are putting things off because they think they have time. We don't have time. Jesus allowed us just enough time to get ready. We don't have time to waste. Look at all the evil that's happening in the world. Do you not think it doesn't break his heart? while he's waiting for us to get that word out there, for him to watch innocence. Being taken away. You know what's all going on out there. I don't have to talk about it. Decide, are you going to live in the kingdom or aren't you? And if you're going to live in the kingdom, then he's calling you to do his work. You don't have to be a preacher. You, you, you don't have to have the world's okay. Just do what he's telling you to do. If you want to help get the evil out of the world, then find out from Jesus your part. Be a part of his life. And then those who are told, they make that decision. Am I going to do it or am I, am I not? And don't be late. Remember the five, um, the five virgins, the five bridesmaids? They were late. There are things they had to do yet to get ready. There's things we have to do to get ready 
And when Jesus comes, when everyone's heard, and you're still not ready, you still haven't done everything he told you to do. You're still in unforgiveness. You still lie. You're still in that relationship you have no business being in. You still don't honor the Father. It's going to be too late. And he doesn't want it to be too late. He said it's not going to be any surprise to anyone. You're going to already know that either you put things off or you, you rejected him or whatever. You're, you're going to know it's not going to be a surprise. But yes, if you're not ready, he's going to come and it'll be like a thief in the night. That's what he said. He said, you're going to think you have more time, and then suddenly he's going to be here, and it's going to be too late. For just as in the days of Noah before the flood, they were eating and drinking, men marrying and women being and given in, re- in marriage, until the very day when Noah went into the ark. And they did not know or understand until the floods came and swept them away, so, they, so will be the coming of the man, of son of man. At that time, two men will be in the field, one will be taken, one will be left. Two women would be grinding at the handmill. One would be taken. One would be left. Watch, therefore, give strict attention. Be cautious and active, for you do not know the kind of day, whether near or remote one, your Lord is coming. But understand this. Understand this. Had the householder known in what part of the night, whether night or morning, watch the thief was coming, he would have watched and he would have not allowed his house to be undermined or broken into. Therefore, you must also be ready for the Son of Man is coming at an hour you don't expect him. Always be ready. Always be on guard. If you knew, if you know he's coming, you're going to make sure that you're ready. Who then is the faithful and thoughtful and wise servant whom his master has put in charge of his household to give the others to the food and supplies at the proper time. Blessed, happy, fortunate to be envied is that servant whom when his master comes, he will find him so doing. Solemnly declare to you, he said, he set him over all his possessions. But if the servant is wicked and says to himself, my master is delayed, he's going to be gone a long time. Don't put it off begins to beat his fellow servants and eat and drink with a drunken, just turns the other way. The master of the servant will come at a day he does not expect. Make sure you're always ready. Don't let him catch you off guard. And he will punish them. And they will be thrown in with the pretenders, the hypocrites, and they'll be weeping and gnashing of teeth. This is a serious thing. We got to get ready. Jesus is coming and he's telling you and he wants you to tell. And even though I don't want him to come yet because I know so many people that are going to hell at the same time, look at all the suffering in the world. And so we got to go tell. We got to make it an urgency. It's not going to be a surprise. It's not going to be a surprise. You were warned. You're not going to be able to say, I didn't know. He's going to make sure you know. So make sure your family knows. Don't hide who you are. 
Now's the time. Now's the season. Things are going to change. You don't want him to call you a hypocrite. You don't want to be thrown out. Or there'll be weeping and grinding of teeth. Acknowledge him with me now. Jesus, thank you for waiting for us. Thank you for telling us the truth. I thank you for every person listening here today that they would take you seriously. And that they would know when they ask you to come and live on the inside of them that it's not just a prayer. This isn't a game, but it's a relationship. And you're saying, yes, Lord. We're saying, yes, Lord, we will go for you. We will show who you are. We will rely on you. We will tell who you are. We won't be ashamed of you. We'll do our part. We will heed your voice. We will take you seriously. We love you and praise you and give you all glory. Jesus is so good. He's so in love with you. And he wants you to know. It's not going to be a surprise. He's going to make sure you know and you can make a clear choice. When you ask him to come and live on the inside of you, you have to heed his voice, Revelation 3.20. You have to let him correct you and show you the truth. And then you will have everlasting life. You'll know his voice. He's going to lead you. The word, the word of God is your responsibility. It is a lamp onto your feet. Psalm 119, 105. Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. Look at the word of God. It's your lamp. And then you'll know which way to go, what to do. He'll reveal himself to you. You'll feel him on the inside. He'll manifest himself to you if you set out to obey him. John 14, 21. Thank you so much for listening today and God bless you.